Scott Moon is an almost 25-year industry veteran. He is the founder and owner of Salon SOS, which is an industry-focused digital marketing research and service company. Scott brings marketing education and his industry experience to help salon professionals increase their success in their business. Today, we're going to dig into specific topics of online booking and the pre-consultation. Welcome back to the Hairdresser Strong Show. My name is Robert Hughes, and I am your host. And today, I'm with Scott Moon. How are you doing today, Scott? I am great. It's a great day to be alive, buddy. Absolutely. Um, well, anybody who didn't listen or watch the our the last conversation we had, that was that's a great chance to get to know Scott, where he came from, and uh, what he, what he's doing in a lot more like higher level detail about the things that he does. And um, so, I highly encourage you to go and watch or listen to that. Uh, today, um, two things that we talked about in that conversation were online booking and pre-consult. Uh, would you just give everybody who didn't hear or listen to that um, a little high-level explanation of why that's important and what it is about that that's important to you that you believe? Yeah, absolutely. I think we have to just think about general consumer behavior. Right. And if we go outside of the salon industry and just think of, you know, other industries out there, consumers are on their phones all the time. Consumers are searching for stuff all the time, whether it be restaurants, whether it be, you know, shopping. Right. People are just going online, um, you know, to find stuff, check for reviews with the hotels. If I'm traveling, I just kind of keep going online. And same thing. Consumers want convenience today. We want speed and we want convenience. So. You know, we have to just kind of understand that and recognize it in the salon industry as well. And that means customers want the ability to book their appointments online, especially if I'm a returning customer and I'm just coming back, you know, for the same thing. It's so much easier for me to just go. I know my schedule. I can look and see what's compatible. Click it. I'm doing it with other industries. I'm doing it to book my restaurant appointment. I'm doing it to book so many different appointments in other industries. It's just something that consumers want. So if you're not providing that service, then you're potentially losing customers who are choosing to go to another salon or another stylist simply because of that. So that can be really, really critical. And then, you know, the pre-consult, if you're able to do that in a digital manner and incorporate, we'll delve in a little bit deeper what it can look like. But it's just a really great way to differentiate yourself, utilize technology and show that you're, you know, a little bit more modern. Um, and that can help to elevate the experience that your guest is having with you. It's not just about what happens inside your salon when they come for that visit from, you know, 45 minutes to a couple hours. It's really how you connect with them, you know, all all the time the, the whole six to eight week visit cycle you need to have connections with them pre-visit during the visit and then post-visit to have a full experience that they feel connected to you and now you can utilize digital and technology to do that okay great this is i was awesome okay so one thing uh i want to say before we dig into uh any deeper well, I just had a conversation and I also read this article in the Harvard Business Review and they were talking about uh, they were talking about how customers, the way they make decisions about how to spend their money. And we're talking about mostly newer customers and customers who haven't been coming to you for years. Uh, so this applies to them, too, but it applies even more to this group of people. And they said that 
when a customer is deciding what business to to go to with discretionary income, we're not talking about like grocery store, uh, something like that, but like going out for something that is not necessarily as much of a commodity and they will weigh their options. So they're going to look at the different, you know, say they do a little research, they might take the top three people, they'll search through their digital space. And, and so like, if you can't get the person in the door in the first place because your links don't work or your or your or your uh, communication is like requires a lot of back and forth or whatever it is, uh, that could be a turnoff from day one. Now, with the and and then you lose the person. So, but now now something that was in this um, also was in this article was and actually part of this conversation I just had actually with Shelby Betancourt who has the Healthy Wealthy podcast. I was just a guest on her show uh, before this before interviewing you, and uh, she brought it up too, and she said. It's called in the restaurant industry, the rule of four. And uh, so the whole concept is every single time a customer comes, their loyalty increases. So it makes sense what you're saying like this, this process to get from get into the salon needs to be a positive experience because that could be the reason that they just stop coming back to you before they become like, your person who's used to the process and, and, you know, like that's a very big different, you know, customer. So anyway, so now that we've said that online booking, the biggest problem in communicating with uh stylist and even myself is like, we don't know like uh, which platform to use. You know, we're not going to get into uh, the names of platforms. Uh, you all can do your own research and we'd love for you to leave a, leave a comment below on your favorite booking platform uh, we'd love to hear it and share why so like what is your favorite and why and uh, the why is what we're going to talk about like what functionality do these platforms have and uh, what should they have or what should we be looking out for so what uh like as we're talking about this what are the functionalities that like what is this conversation or how should we be doing this research when we're analyzing what platform to use yeah, that's such an important point that you that you bring up there because it's not a there's you know I could probably list twenty different you know booking platforms you know to you right now so it's not as though there's one that's the best and everything else sucks. Um, it really is dependent on what you need, what you want to use it for, what functions you need, and sometimes people just you know blindly are just getting a recommendation say, oh we we use this and we like it so you say okay that must be good for me but it may not be good for you and you know an actual salon that has 30 stylists uh maybe you know two locations uh versus a salon that has you know five stylists and you know four estheticians and two massage therapists versus an independent suite owner and operator you know, the needs are going to be very different. And it's un very important that you understand what your needs are before you start doing the research, right? So that's just a, a starting point. Now, some of the things that you might want to look at that may or may, you know, be more or less important to you are the synchronization of the calendars, right? Uh, you know, that's just a, a basic thing, but you want to make sure that it syncs because you need to be able to make sure that you keep that calendar up to date all the time, right? With So that you don't have any mix-ups where, 
you know, the customer sees something that's available, but then actually technically you're not available. So mm-hmm. you need to have a calendar system on your own. Some people use, you know, Google Calendar, you know, through Gmail. Some people use their, you know, Apple Calendar. Whatever it is that you're using, you want to make sure that there's, you know, uh, ease of synch- synchronizing so that you can just update your personal calendar, keep the blocks open and allow that to happen naturally. That's kind of a basic one, but it's an important starting point. You want to have, if you're a salon that has multiple service providers, you want to make sure that as a the consumer can come in and can select either, you know, services, right, that they're interested in and then see different stylists or different you know estheticians at different price points you know for that one service or potentially they could come in right away and say you know what i want to you know book my appointment with robert and because i'm just kind of coming back you want to make sure that it's easy for the consumer right to come in and find what they're looking for and there's really those two scenarios either i'm a returning customer and i just know exactly what i want so i want to get in there quickly and book it and be out or I'm kind of newer and it's like, I want to get a balayage, but I'm not, you know, totally sure yet. So then I can start searching by service and then I can see the different options of stylus and, and pricing and whatnot. So that would be important. Then I would look at things like automation, right? Because with online booking, you need to make sure there's a solid system of communication, both pre-appointment and post-appointment that happen with the guest. And you definitely want appointment reminders. That's a, a no-brainer. And you might want to check. I've heard that some systems, you know, only allow you to have a reminder 48 hours before and there's nothing else. You can't modify, you can't change that. Whereas other ones allow you to set the timing of the reminder the way that you want it to. So that's something that you have to consider what's important. The other thing pre-appointment is some of the systems will allow you to actually have appointment confirmations where you send a message to the guest and they actually have to respond to confirm their appointment right so when we talk about no-shows and everybody's you know (laughs) knows that the past couple years there's been a rise of no-shows and cancellations and that's been a big a big source of frustration for our industry having appointment confirmations is an excellent way to help reduce the number of no-shows and cancellations because the customer has not only been reminded, but they've had to click to confirm, uh, you know, their appointment within, you know, 24, 48 hours, whatever the time frame that you might have. So that's something you might want to consider whether that's important to you. Then I would say post-appointment, you may want to look at a system that's going to send an automatic message, you know, out to the guest, potentially right away with the date of their next appointment if they let's say they booked it with you while you were in the you know in the salon you kind of still went on the phone and booked it you want to make sure that it sends them a a message right away so that it can go into their calendar right and you might want a message that goes out to you know ask them to write a review right so some of these systems it'll after the appointment you can schedule it to go out you know the same day or one day afterwards or two days afterwards um to you know ask them to write your reviews so you can kind of keep boosting up the number of reviews that you get, which hopefully everybody recognizes is super, super important for your business. So those are some of the, the key elements that I would say that you would want to you know look at. Uh, some systems probably have, you know, even more services attached to them that, you know, might be able to send out, you know, 
email blasts, maybe a high-end system, uh, which would cost more, might be able to find holes in your schedule and send out a blast to people saying, hey, there's an opening tomorrow at 4 p.m. You know, the system might be able to see that and, and do that automatically to help you fill gaps in your in your calendar. That would probably be like a bit of a next level <laughs> uh, option, might be a little bit more expensive, but something for you to consider that might be worthwhile. So real quick, uh, let's, I want to talk about uh, the, the booking, like the online booking system. Um, you know, the big, we talked in the last, last episode that we had you on last time we had you on the show and, um, and my own experience as is that there's a concern over the clients booking the wrong appointments. So what would you, what could you say to that? Like to, um, to defend still moving forward to online booking in spite of that, or how would you deal with that? I would say that most people who are having that argument are looking at it in a very black and white manner. It's like, Oh, you know what? Uh, my clients don't know how to how to book, therefore it's not going to work. You know, black or white. I think it's important to look at the gray zones. And yes, there might be some customers that uh, you know are not able to figure out the right timing because they have a complicated appointment, and that's okay. But there might be fifty percent, sixty percent, seventy percent, maybe it's only forty percent. Who knows of customers that are coming back regularly for the same service over and over again, and it's relatively easy for both them and for you to know what time is available. So you don't have to not have online booking for one hundred percent of your customers because twenty percent of them have a difficult, you know, service that's a little bit more complicated. You don't have to list all of your services in there. You can list the ones that are easy to book, right? That you know, you know, cuts are much, much simpler uh, to manage. You know, some color services are still very simple to manage. And then you could leave out certain ones and say, these ones require consultation, right? So it could be listed, but it, you know, you can't actually book and it says this one requires a consultation. So that's something that I would recommend that you really think about. You don't have to be all in or all out. You consumers want online booking experience, and it's okay that some consumers with more complicated are going to be asked to kind of you know fill out a form or do it an in-person consultation the first time. That's okay, but don't prevent yourself from being part of a really important you know technology that consumers want just because you're thinking about the small percentage where it doesn't work. Well, I uh, I was also thinking like in to t add add to what you're saying here is um on functionality when you're shopping, I guess now that I'm having this conversation, something that I would want to look for is the process to like when you you know say there's a drop down menu for services and they pick a service uh, say I'm, I'm just touching up my roots or I'm just getting a haircut. Well, I'm going to need to know if they want to change their color or they want to change their haircut that might require uh 15 extra minutes or something like that. Maybe a little more time with the consultation. And, uh, I think it'd be really awesome if there was a feature that said, are that would ask when they're booking the appointment are you making any changes and uh and then and if they are then it would switch them over to a you need a consult you need a consultation you need to you need to communicate with a stylist first 
Um, because I would be worried that if someone would be like, oh, I'm just getting roots done and they have red hair, but then they're like, I want to become, I want to become like an all over blonde. And in their mind, they're thinking that's, I just put bond on top of red, you know, and it's like, boom, no problem. And it's like, yeah. no, that's <laughs> literally not how it works. And now I can't do your hair, you know? Um, so I would definitely want to make sure that the customer is asked at least once, if not twice, if they're, if they plan on making any any changes um okay so now this all comes down boils down to the pre-consult uh and so my burning question that i wanted to actually ask you the last episode and uh now i get to ask you because we're digging into it um what i i talked to a number of suite owners i have some friends who are who own suites and uh they every new client they consult with beforehand like Every single one, like no, and I'm like, how the heck do you have time for that? Like, and um, and then so I've heard people saying they should, you should book the time on your calendar and do it during the day. And it's like, well, what do I charge them for that? And you, do you have? Uh, could you talk on on this specific thing, like like the time that it's going to take me? You could one could argue that I'm going to it's going to benefit me because I'm going to have like all the proper time and I'm going to be prepared. Um, but as a stylist who's literally never done that and uh, has customers come in and I'll just, I'll work it out. You know, I'll figure it out. You know, if we, you know, maybe I can do part, part of what they're asking for because, you know, when they booked the appointment, it didn't get booked uh, with enough time. Um, you know, we'll figure out something to give them, get them closer to their goal. But, you know, if I pre-consult with them, I can have, make sure I have the time to do it all in one visit, which I'm pretty sure that would be the preference of the customer looking for to make some change or a new person. Anyway, I'm also one, don't know that I want to like, I got a lot of time, like I don't have much time outside of the salon. So if I was going to do these, it would have to be during the day and they'd have to book it Otherwise, I don't think I could do this. Like I, I just, I, you know, run in the show and we have events and I teach classes and like, it's just not in my, I don't have the time. It's just not, it doesn't exist. Um, I could take it away uh, from my book, but it would require time that I would spend working on paying customers. So then the question of whether I charge for this or not. So now that I've laid all that out there, would you respond to that? Because I, I've definitely, this is a very common thing that I hear when it comes to pre-consults. Great, uh, great question. Here's my here's my my initial take on it is I wouldn't suggest that a a stylist increase the total amount of time that they're dedicating to one particular client, right? So look at it in today's world. If you are doing a consultation with that client, and it just so happens that it's you know, a few minutes right before their actual appointment, right? They come in and you just kind of spend a few minutes going through, you know, some stuff. Now, if you're just doing that in like, you know, literally like two, three minutes and that's enough for you and it's working and you're not having any issues, then you know what? No big deal. You can probably kind of continue on uh, like that. If you wanted to elevate, you know, the experience for that guest, I would just say, if you are a stylist that, you know what, all of a sudden you find yourself with a, a cancellation and it's Wednesday at three o'clock 
And now you've got, you know, an hour or an hour and a half that just kind of opened up in your schedule and you're sitting there in the salon rather than, you know, just going into the back room and, uh, you know, flipping through social media or whatever, you could use that time, right, that's kind of been gifted to you, look ahead in your calendar and just sort of reach out to a couple of clients that are on your books for the, you know, sometime over the next several days. And just message. you might not get a message back, but you could at least sort of say, hey, you know what? I saw that you're coming in on Friday. Super excited to see you. Just wanted to check in if you're thinking about doing anything different, you know, this time. Uh, you know, if so, let me know. You know what? Here's a link to my Instagram. If you want to see some of, you know, my my latest inspirations, you can at least have that, which it may not. I love that, by the way. I that never even crossed my mind. Like, yeah, it, that's it may not so turn, good. I love it. <laughs> it may not turn into a you know an actual full consultation, but at the very least, you're showing the customer that you're being proactive. You're thinking about them. You're excited to see totally. them. Totally. That just makes them a little bit excited, and then maybe they will send you something back and say, "Yeah, I was just thinking of a simple, you know, a simple root touch up. You know, my pink highlights, and I just want to go blonde. No big deal, right?" And then you can be like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah!" <laughs> and because if they just show up in your salon, and all of a sudden they want to do something, they're expecting it to happen today. And in that first discovery, in the first couple of minutes, you're like, "Oh, actually, honey, that's not going to work. Um, you know, that's going to require two or three appointments. That could set up some disappointment." Totally. On the spot. So that's where I would say, you know what, don't. But if you are doing consultations today and you're booking sort of like 15 minutes, maybe you know, before your appointment and doing actual consultations, you could then transfer that and do it online beforehand. I think it would reduce the amount of disappointment or unexpected things that can occur on the spot. And you can probably adjust your schedule to actually save yourself time by doing those consultations in, you know, sort of downtime and therefore having more time during the day where maybe if you're doing cutting out 15 minute consultations, like four times out of your day, you could actually squeeze in an extra, you know, an extra haircut appointment in there during the day and, and make revenue. So that's where I, yeah, no, that those that's all really good points. Or you could even like a lot certain times of the day, like maybe maybe you start at ten, but like for me, I try to get in the into work at least thirty minutes early to like have coffee instead of my space. So like I could go in fifteen minutes early and I could do uh, open my book, open myself up to like one of those consults. And uh, this this is a great conversation. So what what about charging for them? Where, how, what is your opinion and what is your feelings about that? Mm, I mean, again, I look at what are you doing today? If you're not charging for consultations today, then I wouldn't all of a sudden, you know, start ch charging for, you know, digital consultations tomorrow. Uh, but if you're not doing, you know, regular consultations and you're just doing, you know, a couple of minutes before and going, and now you maybe start introducing it as an option. To customers if you'd like to have you know a 15 minute consultation where we talk about you know different color options based on your skin tone eye color like i can you know you sort of you can kind of build it up as like a really added value service to them then you could potentially set it up as an option for people to book with an actual price point next to it and see if you know see if people go for it or not right um what I heard was, uh, and I know we got to wrap it up here. So, uh, what I've heard someone say is, um, 
charge 50 bucks. And then if they book the appointment, you take it off of the appointment. So that way, if you spend your time and then they decide to cancel or they don't come in, then you didn't waste your time with somebody. Uh, as we wrap it up, do you want to, do you have an opinion on that or perspective at least? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it sounds, you know, it sounds like a, a good idea. I think you have to sort of trial and error some of these things, yeah. right? Because you'll see what the reaction is. It's not going to be a one solution that's going to like just automatically work for everybody. Some clients might not like that because they're like, well, wait a second, now I'm kind of paying more and I'm not going to use this thing anyways. And um, so you might have to, you know, test it out. I would always, you know, have the conversation, build a strategy behind it, right? Uh, explain the why, what's in it for them, always super important. And then start having some conversations with some of your customers saying, you know what, I'm thinking about offering this new, you know, a virtual consultation where you would get this and you would get this, like focus on the benefits, what's in it for them. You know, is that something that you think you would be interested in? And you can kind of just start to get a sense of, you know, how your customers are feeling about it. And if it's, you know, something you do across the board or just with certain ones, I think it's really going to be a, a personalized approach. Nice. Awesome. Well, I, I think this is a great conversation and I definitely think anybody that's been thinking about this, uh, I definitely believe this is a great jump off point, uh, for, for anybody that's, that's in that position. Uh, I just, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. And is there anything that you'd like to sign off with, uh, any piece of advice or our thoughts? Hey, just, I think we need to, uh, you know, everybody needs to put themselves in a, positive mindset uh you know i'm a big mindset you know person overall and i started off today's show just by saying you know today's a great day to be alive and i think sometimes we need to just step back when you know we're having a bad day and things are going wrong and just take a deep breath and realize you know what big picture things are actually you know uh, pretty good we we have it pretty good uh compared to a lot of people in this world and if you can kind of just take that moment to have some appreciation and gratitude for where you are what you're doing it's actually going to allow you to bring your better energy forward uh, to serve your customers uh, to be a better teammate and, and team member around you and also partner in your social you know personal life and uh, i think those moments are really important for us to uh, to to hold on to um and so that's that's what I would leave people with uh, today. That we don't always get caught up in the nitty gritty frustrations of the, the daily grind. Awesome. All right. Well, and if anybody would like to speak with Scott Moore or learn a bit more about him, you can check the description below. There will be links and information for that. Um, well, it, this was a pleasure, Scott. So I and I uh, look forward to watching what you're doing with the industry and uh, maybe coming back on uh, and checking back in at a later date and talking about other topics. Yeah, I'd love that. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. All right. Well, take care and I'll see you next time.